Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of The New Standard. And if you're just seeing my pretty face on the program and not Neil Kulong, I just wanted to report that Neil hopped on his private jet to fly directly to the north side to have a fireside chat with Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was so disturbed that he had to hop on a flight and get there immediately. So let's just pray for safe travels for Neil as he hops on his private jet on the way to the north side to really get on the Pittsburgh Steelers for a dreadful effort today as it's looking like, and I'm doing this a little bit before the, 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 the game actually ends. It looks like the Steelers are going to lose 24 to 10. Uh, dreadful effort. As Wes would say, it was absolutely effing pathetic. But before we jump into the program, want to wish a happy birthday to Mrs. Mel, Mel Daniels, Melvin Daniels, longtime listener of the program. His wife is celebrating a birthday today. Want to give a big shout out to Mrs. Mel. Sorry, Mrs. Mel. Steelers couldn't win on your birthday, but hopefully you are having a better birthday. Uh, than Steeler fans are having. Uh, and I'm not going to knee jerk. And, you know, I know Wes is a little upset and Wes is jumping on. Tomlin needs to be fired. I, I mean, I, come on. Uh, I don't, you don't have to be upset about the language, Wes. It's okay. You can vent. We all know Tomlin's not going to fire. But if you want to participate in the program, make sure you go to YouTube and do a search for the new standard. Do a search for the new standard in Lance Williams and or Neil Kulong. Please like and subscribe to the program. We're really trying to get over 2,500 subscribers by the end of the year. So if you listen to the program, please, please, please subscribe. And if you listen to the program, uh, please spread the word. Also, if you get the show via podcast, go to your podcast feeder, however you do it. And uh, do a search for the new standard Steelers um, and uh, Lance Williams and or Neil Kulong. I have a quick little recommendation. If you guys are anime fans, I'm an anime fan. Check out the Blue-Eyed Samurai on Netflix. But I'm going to get back to Wes's point. And, you know, Wes, you know, reacting emotionally. We are fans. This is a disappointing loss. Uh, And I think this loss echoes the fact that um, it is very difficult to win football games in the National Football League. And I think what we see is you cannot take games for granted. Um, And with that being said, you got to flush this one. But unfortunately for the Pittsburgh Steelers, going into a quick turnaround, on a Thursday game coming up this week against the dreadful New England Patriots, uh, you've got a lot of injuries. And I think what this illustrates in this game is there's not a ton of difference between teams that are 7-4 and four and teams, honestly, that are 2-10. and 10. I mean, these teams aren't very different from each other unless you're talking about elite teams. 
And Wes says the Steelers are going to lose 45 to three to New England. Only way they lose 45 to three to New England is if the game has 20 quarters. It might take five games for New England to score 45 points. And I understand the frustration. Marlon Nicholson, 17 years of the same old bullshit. But hey, the media and apologists love it. I, I wouldn't, I mean, this is just one game, unfortunately. It's a bad game. Uh, you got to flush this one. You got to flush this one. The drive that the Steelers gave up, the 99-play drive, was absolutely terrible. Uh, the Steelers got punched in the mouth clearly, dropped their shoulders, and went down peacefully. And that's why the title of the show and once again, you're listening to the new standard hosted by yours truly solo today, Lance Williams. Uh, Neil Kulong is on a private plane headed to Pittsburgh right now to give the Steelers his, his two cents on it. Because he's not happy that he has to use one of his net jets free flights to Pittsburgh to get on the squad. Uh, and again... That's why this program is called Steelers Unleash Apathy to start December, which is a play on the Steelers are going to unleash hell in December going down the stretch. I mean, I, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm chastising you guys just a bit. Fans are overreacting, but we're fans. We can overreact. Fans can overreact. That, that That's... We're part of that. We can do that. We're allowed to overreact. Uh, but the question I want to ask you guys, though, I'm, I'm not a historian, like the greatest Steeler historian. It takes me a little bit of time. I have to research stuff. And, you know, I, I don't really have all the Steeler facts as I get older off the top of my dome. But I wanted to throw a question out here. And at the top of the program, let's give you some time to, to address it. Is this the worst regular season loss for Mike Tomlin? Is this the worst regular season loss for Mike Tomlin? But unfortunately, or I should say fortunately for the Steelers, is the AFC is a mess. They're still playing the Patriots, although they go into that game with Watt banged up, Roberts out, Pickett out possibly, and Siamalu out possibly on a short week. It's going to be tough, but they're going against Bailey Zappi in an offense on Thursday that is really putrid. But again, it just shows you in the National Football League, there's not a ton of difference between these teams. And, you know, the football gods can be cruel at times, just like the football gods rewarded the Steelers with a victory against the Ravens earlier in the year in a game they absolutely shouldn't have won. Hey, the football gods said, we got to get our pound of flesh back. You got to lose to the Cardinals. And... You know, I read this team wrong going into this game. I, I thought after the 400 yards that the Steelers would be on the up, on the come, and this would be a game where they would put the hurting on Cardinals, be able to run some more stuff, get into some more rhythm offensively. But again, you know, some things showed up in this game that – you know, and it's going to be detrimental to them moving forward as a team with a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl, although I don't think that's the case anyway. And one of those is in the red zone. They're absolutely dreadful 
and they struggle in the red zone, which they did again in this particular game. Also, you know, one of the things that stood out in this game, and, and we talk about the weighty downs, the badonka donk downs, the fat ass downs, and they got dominated in this game. I mean, they got absolutely dominated in this game. You look at third down. The Cardinals were 10 of 17, 10 of 17 on third down to the Steelers, four of 11. In this game, the Cardinals averaged four and a half yards of play and won by two touchdowns. They had under 300 yards of offense and won by two touchdowns. They had the ball less than 30 minutes and won by two touchdowns. I mean, James Conner, and I, I just want to pause for a second. I want to congratulate James Conner. James Conner, hey, man, great story. We all know about James Conner overcoming cancer, came back into Accra Hines, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Kudos to him. Some things are bigger than football. Hell, a lot of th things are bigger than football, particularly being a fan of a football team that I don't get paid for. And J James Conner's story is one of those. It's a good thing. And I was glad to see, although they won, I'm glad to see that James Conner was able to come into Hines with the Cardinals and get a victory. I mean, if anybody's going to beat the Steelers in a bad way and in a bad matchup, I'm not too upset that uh, James Conner came into Pittsburgh and had a good game. Let me jump into this comment from Marlon. Nicholson and pick up the Marlon Nicholson. Big up to you. I think you're a new listener. If you aren't, I apologize. Thank you for supporting the program. Please hit us with a like and subscribe. Also, you're listening to the new standard. The Steelers unleash apathy to start December. And Marlon wrote, the Cardinals haven't beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh since 1969. That tells you how mediocre this era has been with the talent they have. Well, I wasn't on the planet in 1969. I entered the realm of earth that next year in 1970 53 years ago so that just tells you something the cardinals have not come to pittsburgh and won a game for 54 years i mean uh it, it's it's bad Th this is bad but but the positive if there is a positive is they play the Patriots on Thursday. At least you get a couple of days to prepare Mitch Trubisky, because I'm going to assume that Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starter on Thursday. But Marcus J., I, I, I don't blame you. And Marcus J. wrote, man, I give up. It, it depends on, let me ask this question, though. What are you giving up on? Are you giving up on... This team, <laughs> he said, thanks. So 54 years, yikes. Thanks, Obama. Uh, are you are you giving up Marcus J on this particular team? Are you giving up on the Steelers? Please be specific because I know Marcus J. And I, I know from your comments that you hit us with on the program, big up to Mr. Tummy. I know you don't think this is a championship outfit. And I know you, Marcus J., as a hardcore Steeler fan, his championships are bust. But, Mr. Tummy, you're right. What would I, I can't leave the defense out of this 
and, and here's my knock on the defense. The 99-yard play drive, you, you can't give that up. And you can't give up 10 third-down conversions to the Arizona Cardinals. It's just, just you can't. And you can see with the Steelers' style of football and how they win games, when you saw those bounces, those turnovers not go in the Steelers' direction and them not get those, you knew this was going to be a long day. Because in the in the typical lucky Steeler way they win, those bounces they would get, they would be returned for a touchdown. Something would happen, but not today. And going into this game Thursday, I mean, the biggest injury that you have to look out for is the Kenny Pickett injury. And hopefully Kenny Pickett will be healthy by the time they play on Thursday. We will wait and see what the injury uh, report says or what Tomlin says on Tuesday about Kenny Pickett's injuries. A couple of things I want to point out in this game that were actually, though, absolutely ridiculous. Number one, I don't think I've ever seen, and please, in the chat, if you have, please, I like Collective Tragedy, uh, Charmingly Sophisticated S. That's a great tag, too. That, that, that's a great tag. I love uh, collectively Collective Tragedy. And Marlon said, I'd like to know where was the smoke uh, Minka had for the defense that he had for Deontay. Let me just ask you this. And you guys on the chat, feel free to chime in. Because, again, you guys, you guys know numbers. You guys are super impressive about pulling up numbers. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a game where one individual got three special teams penalties? I didn't even think that was possible. I mean, like, <laughs> how in the world can Miles Killebrew get three special teams penalties? I mean, shoot, what is it? Shoot me once. You get me once, this is something twice as Something else and third time is my fault. I don't know. I'm terrible with cliches. But whatever that cliche is, how in the world, how in the world can you get three special teams penalties? If you know of a game where any Steeler has gotten four special teams penalties, and it's hilarious, though, that Miles Killebrew got more special teams penalties than the Patriots got points. I believe the Patriots got shut out six to zero. But before I jump into my second thing, let, let me talk about this point from Marcus Stewart. He said the team is horrible, Lance. Don't want to see this team make the playoffs. That's cap. Marcus, that's cap. Marcus, I don't know you personally, but I know you're a Steeler fan, and I know that's cap. You know, as a Steeler fan, only chance you can win a championship is to get in the playoffs. Who the hell knows? You get in the playoffs, everything might click. You might get some favorable matchups, and you may win a championship. It's cap. I know that is cap. And I'm not criticizing you, Marcus, but I just know it's cap. I know it's just emotions right after the game. You want this team to make the playoffs. Because one thing for certain, the only way you learn how to win is by winning. 
That's it. That's it. You got to win. You want this team to taste the playoffs. You want this team to get into a playoff scenario where they feel what it feels like to prepare for the playoffs and what you have to do to get ready to play in those games, the intensity of those games. You need them to feel what it feels like to feel that pressure in playoff games. So win, lose, or draw, they need to get to the playoffs. It's the only way you can win a championship. That's the only way you can win a championship. Let me jump into another question from Allie Howard Species. What's up, Allie Howard, 5618? Also, if you want to contribute to the program, you can give me a super chat. If you are on live during YouTube, it is the holiday season. And why not give the host the holiday little ding, ding, ching, ching? And Ali Howard asked, nobody said Tomlin's name when they thought Khan was getting dudes. Why do we complain when Tomlin loses with these bums, subpar O-line, mediocre QB, and bad secondary? I, I, I'm not sure I can answer that question. It, it's just it's just the nature of it. When your team loses in this fashion, it's just the nature of it. You know, everybody's going to get shots. I mean. You know, just everybody's going to get shots. And see, Marcus Stewart, see, I knew Marcus Stewart. You were just frustrated. I, I know you were just frustrated. I know. Trust me, I know. I'm the leading therapist in Steeler Nation. I have a licensed therapy degree. Uh, I'm, I'm a licensed Steeler therapist from the north side, from Manchester. And, you know, I, I long-suffering. And so I can speak you guys and talk you guys down uh, off of, of, of a, one of the numerous bridges uh, in the area, the West End Bridge by my home. Uh, and, and, so just relax. Stay stay on the bridge right now. The schedule is still favorable. The thing that's bad for the Steelers are these injuries. Roberts, Pickett, Siamalu, that's what's bad. Let me jump into my other thing I want to jump into. We talked about the three killer brew penalties. We talked about James uh, Connor being back. <laughs> Marcus is like, how are you so calm? I'm so calm, Marcus, because I've seen it before, and I know that I'll see it again. That's why I'm so calm. And I have to bring you guys a show. The other thing I thought was just absolutely ridiculous was Deontay Johnson celebrating the touchdown. I mean... First of all, you get the lack of effort in Cincinnati. He gets ripped. But to me, this was worse than that. Like maybe he says, I didn't see it. Oh, well, it won't happen. How are you going to celebrate scoring a touchdown in a game where you got your ass whooped? Is he that delusional? Is he that self-absorbed that the only thing he was worried about was scoring the touchdown? I mean, come on, man. Like, where is the awareness? That's the type of stuff Marcus Stewart, Brother J, Grimlock G, VC, Fifi, Mrs. Mel, Mel Daniels, charmingly sophisticated S. This is the type of stuff 
that pisses me off. <laughs> like, like that's just so idiotic. Like that's so me in a game that is so much us. We, the collective. That like, like, why is he celebrating? And George Pickens is celebrating with him as well in the end zone. After you have been taken to the woodshed by a team that's two and ten traveling from Arizona to the east. I mean, come on, man. That stuff is ridiculous. That stuff is bush. That's the type of stuff to me is worse than his effort for the fumble. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, brother Mel. And I hope y'all going out for a nice little steak dinner tonight. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. That like I gotta sit him down and say, "Look, man, hey, man, this is about winning. We're trying to win games." Look, I, I know we're probably going to take this L. We got to forget this one. But, man, that's all you was worried about is I'm getting my touchdown. Is it that bad? Is it that? You know what I thought when he scored that touchdown and he celebrated? I was thinking of Terrence Howard. It's hard out here for a pimp. That's what I was thinking about. That it's hard out here for a pimp. That it's so hard for Deontay Johnson to score touchdowns that he's celebrating. When they're getting blown out, it's hard out here for a pimp. I guess it's hard out here for Deontay Johnson. When you celebrate when you're getting blown out at the crib in a critical game. Division's probably gone. Yet, I want to celebrate. I got a touchdown. I got my second touchdown. It's hard out here for... Man, it's hard out here for Steeler fans watching demented players like Deontay Johnson, who are clearly selfish. He's clearly a me guy, a selfish guy. And, you know, it, it, it's it, you can be a me guy and a selfish guy, but come on, man, pick the time and place. <laughs> like, pick the time and place. It can be 45 to 10, you score, you do the row your boat celebration like the Miami Dolphins did, and you just totally embarrass the other team. I mean, I mean, but when you got two touchdowns in two seasons, it's hard out here for a pimp. So, hey, maybe that's the excuse. Uh, and I agree, Verducci, man. Uh, he's demented. Uh, I agree with you, Mel. Bush League, no class. George Rice, I agree with you. That was just bad all around. I think KB and A's Rocks would have had a chance with Mitch. No way. Uh, that's bad. And I think that they got to point that out. I mean, the Cardinals are bad, bad. I mean, bad, bad, bad. But again, back to my original point, these teams aren't so different. I mean, these teams are so different. I mean, the Steelers still are a team. I'm not going to say they can beat everybody. They can absolutely lose to everybody, though. They can't beat the Niners or the Eagles. But they can absolutely lose everybody. And they hopefully have to get everybody back. Oh, Marcus J. Marcus J. What's up to Marcus J? Uh, Marcus said, I'm drunk behind this. L, ain't no coming back from this. What you sipping on, Marcus? Let us know what you're sipping on, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and thank you for pointing this out because I don't want to be hypocritical. Uh <laughs> 
TJ Watt also celebrates a sack went down two touchdowns and Sullivan was celebrating with Deontay. That stuff's ridiculous. That, that, that stuff is absolutely ridiculous. You got to get something Brown Marcus. You got to get something Brown, man. You got to get some Henny, maybe some whiskey. You got to get something Brown, man. You got to get some bourbon. It, it's a little cold, man. You can't be drinking white liquor in the, in the winter, man. Come on, man. You know how it is. You know how we do. You got to come on, man. But but Marlon is right, man. Like, you know, maybe I'm making too much out of this. Uh, but but I, I I just think those things show a lack of leadership in your locker room. Let me jump into another thing before we wrap up this show uh, that really stood out to me. Was at the end of the game, close to the end of the game, real late in the fourth quarter, the Steelers got penalized. For 12 men on the field. <laughs> I mean, you can't just make this shit up. I mean, come on, man. Can we just play a clean game and get the hell up out of here? I mean, please. I mean, is, is, is that? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I, I, I mean, come on, man. Like, 12 men on the field after you've been thoroughly embarrassed and got your ass whooped? Come on, man. After a timeout, too. Thanks, Mel, for pointing that out. And after a timeout. I mean that that's that that was like the gift that kept on giving. I mean, this was just uh, you know, this was just a bad one. And brother Jay said two weather delays. If this was in the 80s, would the game have ever been delayed? Probably not. Probably not. They would have let lightning hit Deontay Johnson as he celebrated trying to almost score again to get his third touchdown. And lightning would have struck Miles Killebrew before he got his fourth special teams penalty. Somebody's got to look that up for me. Please, somebody help me that listens to the show. Please do some research for me and help me out. Has anybody gotten four special teams penalties in, in a game? Please, somebody help me out. I mean, it's been a bad sports weekend for me. Looks like uh, Manchester City tied Spurs. That was terrible. Steelers get rocked. I'm about to get rocked in fantasy. It's just been a bad weekend. But, you know, we're still going to bring you the show on Wednesday. Uh, and I want to hear uh, what Neil has to say when he travels back from the East Coast because Neil took the flight all the way to Pittsburgh to get into the Steelers and really rip them. But moving forward, all jokes aside, the Steelers got to get their red zone stuff in order. I like that they got more trips, but I don't like the one up three. They got to get their red zone in order. Uh, th they are abysmal in the red zone. They are struggling mightily. Uh, they can't punch it in when they get into the final red zone area, and they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to absolutely uh, figure this out. <laughs> Grim, Grim, L-O-K-G. Damn, you got to mention the Spurs. Man, damn. <laughs> Stop with his own goal. Yes, we got a soccer fan out there. Uh, and that was a penalty on the breakaway late when it was 3-3. It should have been 4-3 City. But anyway, terrible, terrible loss. And your opinion before we get out of here, if you're on the live chat, please like and subscribe to the program. Hit me with a super chat. 
hey, it's the it's the it's Christmas, it's the gift of giving, and you could give me something for the super chat. Anyway, before we get out of here, also please chime in. Uh, like on the count, is, is this the worst loss in the Tomlin era? I, 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 you know, I don't have the bad losses in my mind, but this loss feels really bad outside of a playoff loss. This really feels like one of the worst losses uh, in the Steelers era uh, in the regular season under Tomlin. But with that, we are going to go ahead and conclude the show. Uh, tough loss for the Steelers as they fall to seven and five. Uh, the reality report with Craig Gatto. What's up? Thank you for chiming into the program. Please hit me with like and subscribe. Uh, it is definitely one of the worst for sure. I want you guys to, uh, oh yeah, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, Mel is absolutely right. They ran out of the pistol and shotgun and couldn't get it. I mean, that that was, I just wanted to end it off by saying that that, that that was really bad. That was really bad. Uh, it's going to be all right, Steeler Nation, charmingly sophisticated S. Uh, thank you for hopping onto the program. Please hit me with a like and subscribe again. Want to say happy birthday to Mrs. Mel. Y'all better be going out the roof, Chris, getting that uh, Chateaubriand and cracking that nice bottle of red wine. You know you got to do it for the Mrs. Mel. Make sure you treat her right. End of the year. Keep with us. We'll be back on Wednesday, giving a breakdown between two of the worst offenses in the era of football, the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it'll be interesting to see if the over-under for that game will be 21 points. But with that, we are going to conclude the program. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Go Steelers.